Hello and welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian Duran, Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, and all subsidiaries there in Fort to which want to welcome you to the 99th iteration of the Oh Dear Podcast podcast yes you know what that means next episode is our 100 episode spectacular or spooktacular as i'm gonna (laughs) i'm I'm gonna put some ghosts christian that is so racist I'm going to go to. Oh, t- oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant something else. I'm going to go to the I'm going to go to the year round uh, Halloween store, get some decorations <laughs> and put them oh, up boy. Uh, with it's me as funny, always. Um, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Finish no, with me, as always, our interrupting host, Nick Whitmer <laughs> and uh, our host, uh, Brett. Interrupting Whitmer Hill has that for a, <laughs> a new genre of joke. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. Were you going to say what? No, just uh, I just remember reading and like the first time I read the word spook as a meaning CIA agent, like a spy. And like Mm. if you I I remember, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago, I casually dropped it talking about a spy and I said it yeah. and people looked at me they're like whoa I'm like no 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 it means spy I'm like I just gotta never say that word again <laughs> no <Yeah. one's> gonna... <laughs> it's like did you think I just casually dropped like a 1950s racially antiquated racial slur and like so like, you think I yeah if I'm gonna drop a slur it's not gonna be an antiquated one all right this yeah. is gonna I'm be going with the OG man I'm, going... <laughs> I'm not gonna what a modern day yeah. you know streets ahead style slur yeah man that's that is funny. You ever have someone teach you a slur and you're like, I don't know. I don't need to know. Like I, someone's like, did you know that actually like, don't even tell me I don't need this yeah. vocab word. It enhances my life. Zero. I'm not going to be like, what's that word? I need to access my brain for that word. It is crazy when you think about like, yeah, you do, you really do have to learn racism. Like nobody, oh, totally. like people have to teach you those yeah. slurs like you would never know what the n-word was if nobody just taught it to you right and you know whitmer passed that class with flying colors uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only yeah. a only a i got that year in third grade <laughs> <laughs> at the virginia public school they go all yeah. right class now it's what if we found out that that was a thing like yeah. Oh, that's why this is a fucking thing that keeps happening. <laughs> they teach you in Virginia public school. All right, now it's time for racial insensitivity <laughs> training. Training. <laughs> well, we're all going to watch a movie right now. Now, this is called Birth of a Nation. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful flick. Not the one. Did you know they remade that? Of course, you probably do, yeah. right? Yeah. So Birth of a Nation for background people, that's one of like that like earliest quote unquote blockbuster was Birth of a Nation. It came out in like the early 1900s, 1920-ish. And uh, D.W. Griffith was the director who's like a young hotshot uh, director. And the movie basically features the clan as the protagonist. The clan are like kind of like the heroes in this struggle. Uh, and then, uh, in cut to 2015 or so, they remade it. Um, some un, not well-known actor and writer remade it and it like sold at Sundance to like, you know, whatever 20th century Fox or whatever for like uh-huh. 15 million or something like, holy shit, this guy got a payday. 
And then that actor, if I'm not mistaken, came under fire for Me Too stuff. Yeah. And then it Very shortly was, after. Yeah, like it no longer was able to be like, I think some people were ready to love it because of, first off, there is something cool about like the bookendedness of like, yeah, we took it and we remade it and made it not racist. But it then loses that morality card, like that I'm a good person yeah. card. If, I don't even know the story, if the lead guy in it did some effed yeah. up shit. Well, it is funny because then that's like, it really does set up the thing of like, all right, well, what's the priority? <laughs> Black racism or me too? <laughs> yeah. You got to like pick which one you care about more in that instance. <laughs> it's funny because there's these stories where like you can tell the woke people don't know what to do. Yeah. Like there's a story right now in the NFL that it is it boggles me that this isn't like the biggest story that anybody is talking about. Whitmer says it's- Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, get this. So this. For the anthem. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? He has no respect for this country. <laughs> no, what's Fucking happening? Asshole, dude. So there's this quarterback named Deshaun Watson, uh, really like one of the best players in the league, and uh, plays for the Houston Texans. And... Um, like the backstory of it was, is like he's he's trying to get out of Houston because he's he's miserable there with his team. They suck and stuff. But he's like a really good player, so everybody's talking about like trading everything, like a franchise trading their farm for this guy, like all the first round picks for the next five years, like any you know. So and then all of a sudden these lawsuits start coming out. There there's civil lawsuits from um, massage therapists in the Houston area, and it started with one basically accusing him of uh improprieties in the sexual nature during a massage and then that number has ballooned to like 20 women 20 lawsuits Whoa. all claiming the same thing that he basically was super inappropriate and even like some are saying that they felt pressured into like performing sex acts on him it's like, literally like 20 like we're getting into like cosby territory <laughs> like 20 <laughs> yeah. fucking women and like it's barely women. we call <laughs> That's, that we call that a quarter cause. <laughs> it's barely what? It's just barely getting covered. Like you guys haven't heard about it, right? It's like I, I think I kind of, but I like went. Eh, yeah, so it's it's one of these things where it's like I I don't know if it's because like the like black quarterbacks have been so historically like um, you know fucked basically over. And like we have this moment where like you could argue that the best five quarterbacks in football are all black, and like this is like a renaissance for black quarterbacks. Four and, like, and a half. Is, Mahomes that, is half white. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want credit for that half. <laughs> I want credit. Um, Just but, a good uh, half. Yeah. <laughs> Just a really racist guy. He's got the brain of a white guy. It's like, oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> I said I was a racist uh, guy. I and said the skill. <laughs> and the fast. Twitch muscles. <laughs> oh dear, oh, God! The best of I, both worlds. By the way, I guarantee you, there are people who think that a hundred percent, dude. As if what's really making him not be great is the fact that he has genetics from his father, who is like a pro. What does his father play? He's a baseball player. Pro baseball. So it's like okay, yeah. he has a, a mega arm. So um, going back to this, so I read a story from this. So this woman came forward, and she r- runs a massage parlor. Or, um, I shouldn't say massage parlor. It makes it sound seedy. She's a massage therapist who has a 
ther- therapy center in Houston, and she gave. I like hand job hink and dink facility. <laughs> <laughs> she gave she gave this guy uh, Deshaun Watson a massage, and she said like nothing happened, but he acted crazily inappropriate. So like generally speaking, when people get massages, they cover up, obviously. Um, with a sheet of some kind, and then he demanded to be covered up with a towel, not a sheet. So she said, "Okay," and so she, you know, is covers him up. Is that a weird request? I mean, I, I, if it's the only request, I mean, I guess it's just like, well, maybe he's allergic to that fab. I mean, who knows? Like, people have particulars. But then, like halfway through the massage, he goes, "Oh, this towel, it's so it's just so itchy," and he just threw it on the ground. So now he's completely naked. And by the way, he requested that the massage. Literally, he, the problem areas that he wanted worked on, I'm not even joking, are his lower abdomen and inner thighs and his quad muscles. So li- literally all of the areas surrounding his dick. Mm-hmm. So she said he basically asked through the through the towel on the ground, said and then she proceeded to like massage his like thighs and abs. And then he proceeds to get a boner and she's just ignoring it. And then he like suggested, hey, if you need to like move it. Which, by the way, is like no one had ever. I would never have to tell a woman to move my. That's just how you know that you guys got a huge dick. To be like, hey, if you need to move it out of the way, like my dick has never been in anybody's way. Yeah. <laughs> no one's like, hey, get that dick out of my way. Anyway, I know. Um, yeah, I've she, never, she, I've never had yeah. to refer to my dick like a box, a bunch of boxes in, in, in a room. As she moves it, it makes yeah. beep. so she's like he said like you know if you need to move it you can move it out of the way if need be and she just said like no i'm not gonna do that and then she she said that she saw like a substance on his abs that might have been like pre-cum or something i don't know anyway so she she basically was like you know and she never did anything with him but like he started like thrusting his pelvis during the massage at one point too so like clearly this guy um like takes these like and this is the thing like he's Deshaun Watson he's an NFL quarterback he's really rich he could find like two or three different massage therapists who are down yes. for something like that and like have that little wink wink exchange and then just be happy but like there's something in it where like he targets women who have never given a massage and then like does this shit yeah to like to because that's clearly part of the kink right like right, it's either yeah. he's incredibly lazy <laughs> or and he doesn't want to like I don't I mean it makes no sense actually, or, he, you can't even argue that laziness because it's actually more work to find a new person every time right and he's not lazy because he made it to the NFL as a starting quarterback which yeah. apparently <laughs> yeah, takes, takes a, a lot of toil even if you're born yeah. very gifted yeah, yeah it and sounds the, like the, he's tra- yeah. it sounds like he's trying to like live out a porno scene that he saw like when he was 12 <laughs> where, yeah. where she's like i never do this <laughs> yeah and like it, it's fucked up and like it's like clearly like when someone has this and they behave this way they clearly have like they it's just like huge that's like the lack of respect for a professional person in a setting it's like this is her job uh, and you just approach it in this way where you're like, yeah, well, th- this is what she does, right? She blows me. That's like what all massage therapists do, right? <laughs> yeah. And and also not to mention the criminal aspect of anybody who felt coerced into performing. Because, I mean, there is the side, there is the thing of like abusing the power. It's like you're a professional athlete. You're like big and muscular. And like 
not that I mean, who knows what what's going on in someone's head, but like if they didn't do anything, maybe they felt that they would be like either hurt or maybe he would like say something that they're bad at their job and they could get fired. Who knows all of that shit? Because none of the none of the people have come forward. They're all Jane Doe's at this point, and they all have similar stories of seeing things along that nature. And a lot of them have said that they had sex. Um, and I guess it was against their will. So anyway, this guy's like, oh, ra- like t- yeah, 20 fucking women. And it's like ranging Wait, from that's... either either being like completely inappropriate and exposing themselves and, and acting weird or literally sexual assault. Like that's the spectrum that we're talking about. And again, nobody is talking about it. And it's so weird to me. And I, the only thing I can think of is like the woke people who would usually go after people or maybe like hesitant. I, I don't know. It makes no sense. I, mean, I don't uh, even I, know. I, he's a well-liked yeah. guy. And he, by the way, just saying one more thing. He's a well-liked guy and he's really respected his community and he does a lot of charitable things. But like so did Cosby. So like that wouldn't be an excuse not to cover Cosby. I don't know. There's something going on with this thing and it's weird. Either like it's like either all these women are lying somehow, which I think is the odds of that are pretty much zero. And like the people who have delved into cover realize that whatever's going on is not kosher. Cause there is people talking about this, this, this lawyer, all of these lawsuits are under the same lawyer. And this, this, this lawyer has been accused of like carnival barking, like basically like mm-hmm. step right up. Who else was assaulted? Come on. It doesn't even matter. Just <laughs> tell me your name and I'll throw you in the lawsuit. Like, but <laughs> like, funny. you know, were you, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. But this thing is so fishy to me because I would be like, this is humongous news. If like, how is this not being like, how is this not the number one story every day on every sports show? The latest with Deshaun Watson. Here it is. Like, it's barely being covered. It's just bananas to me. Well, that was like that. My thing is like, I kind of heard about the story and there's like two reasons why I was like, one, I was like, oh, that's a sports story. I can move on. And two, there's so many like those kind of like sexual misconduct stories that I now I'm just like, yeah, another sexual misconduct, yeah. whatever. I'll yeah. Yeah. keep it moving. Yeah, man. Sadly, nah, but true, I, man. I'll tell you what, I got me too fatigue, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first season was good. But then, then they just started adding a bunch of stuff. This is a joke. If anyone's listening, course, I'm not actually a person who's like, Oh, I'm tired of it. Uh, but I will say as a news consumer, it's not, uh, I can understand. And I feel some, I saw like a, it's the same thing. It's like, I saw a headline Deshaun Watson and I, I knew of him. I don't really know him. Uh, and I just saw, yeah. And I never clicked it cause I was living life. And uh, too busy getting yeah. my own massage, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but if he's like but, a an athlete of that caliber, getting with the you know uh, the prospects that it sounds like he has of people leveraging enormous amounts of money and you know trades and all this shit to get him, then maybe he has a team around him that can that has the the facilities or the resources to protect him from such a story. Right. And so yeah. at the point, it's important to note right now that every all of these are civil suits, not criminal suits. But the lawyer did say that he's going to turn over everything he has to the, like the Houston Police Department and they can file criminal charges if they want. So um, so that's that's important, because even if this is civil, if, if this all stays civil and even if he pays them off and admits to anything, the worst that thing that'll happen to him is you'll get like a hefty suspension from the NFL but he wouldn't like see any prison time. And like, he's such a good quarterback that sadly, like 
anybody because that's the thing that was so bananas to me. It's like the so they they come out with a story and be, and then the number one people thing on anybody who covered it by the way covered it like this. Hey, is there still a trade market for him? Who do you, you think they're going to trade now? Two first rounds instead of three first rounds? I'm like, is that really the discussion here? <laughs> like, right, this right, is right. crazy. It's, and, and, it's, and it's also weird because it's the NFL and like the liberal media loves going after the NFL for like concussions and the kneeling and everything. Yeah. Um, so like you would think that this would be like they they're like the woke media, liberal media would like line up to, to kill the NFL again. I don't know. I mean, I do think uh, first off, it's amazing to me that you can be a, a good starting quarterback and lose your job for peacefully protesting. But sexually assaulting or roughly 20 women makes you probably not able to lose your job. Maybe there's a slight talent disparity into Sean Watson's better than Kaepernick. Nonetheless, the point <laughs> remains. Um, I would say much better, but yeah, he's definitely like there. The, like Colin Kaepernick has legit gripes, and although I never thought that he was, um, like, if I was the general manager of a football team, I wouldn't want him to be my quarterback because I didn't think he was that good. But like, he's definitely good enough to be in the league. Like, there's no question about it. And there's sure. been quarterbacks who have started games. Many quarterbacks who have started games in the past four or five years since he's been out, that Colin Kaepernick was definitely 100% better than so. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I, I and I don't know if it's fully inaccurate to say that. I hope this doesn't sound like bad, but I think there might perchance be a willing to be less critical now as a form of overcorrecting, because like we've talked about, black quarterbacks have either been like, you know, there's just been this racist thing where uh, owners wouldn't even see black guys as quarterbacks for a very directly racist reason, which is like, it's the smart position and mm. they wouldn't be smart enough. That's that, that like speaking bluntly. I think that's, if you look at the history of black quarterbacks, that's is that true. I, I mean, cause I don't yeah, know. Yeah, for yeah, real, that, right? That's what? literally, that's, crazy. yeah, that, that's literally like, oh, they, they basically said that like, and it's, and it, this is, this came from like a mainstream idea too, that like, even like Rush Limbaugh got fired from ESPN. Well, it wasn't for this exactly, um, but, but but you're 100 percent right. That was basically like the underlying pretense of all of it was that uh, being an NFL quarterback was such a cerebral um, position that only someone who is very intelligent can play that position. And black players are better at the athletic side of the game and white people wow. are better at thinking side of the game. Uh, yeah. And, and they, uh, yeah, that's they, and that's and that's the like Warren Moon was this amazing quarterback. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but like he wasn't he couldn't play in the, the NFL. And like this was like the uh, the late 70s into the 80s or maybe it was the mid 80s. It was the, the 1980s, essentially, um, where he comes out of college as a really great football player. But there's literally NFL franchises that are like, oh, but he's black and he's not smart enough to play full quarterback. So he had to go to the AFL um, and play in another league for like four years, five years. And he like tore that league up. But eventually he went to the NFL and played really well. So it's just like that's that that that's not that long ago. And then like yeah. another one was he played for the Eagles. And, you know, Philadelphia has the reputation of being a racist city is Randall mm -hmm. Cunningham. And like Randall Cunningham was like a really good, exciting player. And he got like every little thing that he did was criticized for it. It was all under the kind like, hey, the guy's crazy athletic, but I don't know if he has the, the mind for this. And like 
he had really good years. And I think like he had such a short leash and he made mistakes, of course, because I mean, it's like a really hard position. And, and I think that if he were a white quarterback, he would have a lot of those mistakes would have been looked the other way on. And the like they would have been like, ah, oh, he's de- he's developing like he's going right. to make mistakes. He's a young player. And he only got to play like, I don't know, like seven years when he when it really and I know he had some injuries, but really a quarterback of his talent should have played for the same team for 14, 15 years. Really, there's no reason why he did not Right. So, so yeah, it, it's they, fucking shameful. They probably never it was one of those things where it was like the quiet part wasn't actually said. Like no <laughs> one would actually say, if I'm not mistaken, you know, the direct like I don't see this person as being viable yeah. because they're black. And well, black yeah. Th- that's why you have to be weary of people who are somewhat intelligent because intelligent people can come up with really compelling reasons to justify their prejudice. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, and they'll even fool themselves with it. So like, you'll, you, I see this all the time. It's like, like when Ben Shapiro, people like of that, like Ben Shapiro is a smart person. He's not a dumb guy. It's true. And the way, and the way he'll like go after like Black Lives Matter is like in a way where like he can remove it from being racial because he knows that if he criticizes it, if he criticizes it from that angle, he's going to be called a racist. And instead, he will find other shit to, to complain about and he'll form like a compelling argument about why Black Lives Matter. But I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. What's the benefit? Like mm-hmm. the only benefit is that you're trying to undermine Black Lives Matter, which ha- is coming from a motivation of like, you know, these black people really should just shut up and they don't realize yeah. how good they have it. Because yeah. that's what it all is. Because it's like but, you can go on their website and be like, Black Lives Matter has uh, Marxist language in there. It's like no one gives a fuck, dude. No, the people who are upset and go march and go protest are not reading the website to make sure that all of the fine print lines up with their values. So you can completely dismiss the movement because of some Marxist language on the website. But at the end of the day, that's that only qualifies for maybe like 12 people in Black Lives Matter who worked on that mission statement, wrote it out. The rest of the people but, are just upset like they should be. So it's like you can come you can formulate a really compelling argument and, it, and you can say, hey, I didn't say anything racist, but it, I feel like it's still centered in, in it. But at the same time, I will say that there you're absolutely right. There's like a difference between like people at the protest and the organization. But what's frustrating is it becomes a very political thing because the only way to get anything done in America is to engage yourself in the politics of it. And we only have two parties. So then what happens is Black Lives Matter has some sort of alliance ship with Democrats and now Republicans can just have yeah. to be against it. Uh, right. Because, just because they have, they, it's like an identity thing. But then, the yeah, but then the movement it's is like we do that with everything. Has to, no, I know. But it has to work within what we have, which is two parties and. It's bullshit because, you know, a lot of the aspects of it probably you would wish aren't Democrat or Republican. They're just more humane. But um, it is it's really funny because, like, if you're watching the news now, um, like Fox News, all they cover now are like the migrant uh, like they call like Biden's migrant immigration camps, and like they're like this is disgusting. Look at how they're treated. <laughs> it's so, but it's like ridiculous. it's the exact same thing they were defending when Trump was doing. It. It's like the exact same thing. And 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 MSNBC, they were like kids in cages. This is vile and disgusting. But now they're defending Biden's thing. It's just so. 
you just go like is anybody watching am i the only one seeing this <laughs> it's 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 so like I, like i don't understand how anybody can watch it and not just roll their eyes like they have to just be like this is so insane like the like the one fox news criticized obama for golfing mm-hmm. and then cnn was like come on wow. he's the president like he's going to do deals on the golf course it's you know he's allowed to yeah. golf you know and then when it goes the other way and granted i will say trump off the hell of a lot more than Obama did, but yeah. you know, then it the opposite. They just swap. It's like, why he's the president? You can't go golfing. <laughs> it's like, dude, what are we doing here? It's uh, it's it's just b- b- bananas. And it's it's like, I have to get my train of thought here, but no, but the, it, it makes sense. The media is, wants to keep people divided because if things are divided, the status quo doesn't shift. The fact, I mean, the facts are like. You know, as much as liberals or leftists want to act like um, we are ones who are generally anti-corporate or not anti-corporate is that's bad, but wanting to have increased scrutiny or regulation on corporations, certainly in favor of humanity. The fact is the Democrats are more corporatist than the Republicans right now. There has been such an alliance ship of Democrats and corporations in recent uh, like the last year or so that it's really it's shifted and you and part of that is because of like um, the nominal support that uh, corporations give to social causes. I say nominal because it's not like they don't really give a fuck, but they'll they'll have Black Lives Matter in their commercial um, and they'll donate a small amount, but they don't actually care. It's just it is concerning because I think leftists think uh, that, uh, yeah, like Democrats are the one. No, it's like Democrats and Republicans, while they are not the same. And if you talk to an immigrant friend, you'll learn that a lot of Trump's shit has been immediately changed, which is good for immigrants. One of my best friends is an immigrant and she said as much. They are very much the same. Nancy Pelosi is worth $120 million like. They're, they're they really don't like I don't know. I just see a uh, I just see that Democrats right now, I think, are actually butted up with corporations and tech companies more than Republicans. are. Yeah, well, it's it, we're at the moment. Yeah. And it's like there's a couple I think Trump alienated a lot of corporations or corporations were afraid to put their like their name next to his um except unless you the my pillow guy but everybody else pretty much <laughs> but going back a minute like the idea of certain ideas being politicized and it's like wearing yeah. masks and stuff but like one of the ones i always find interesting is like the environmental one because oh yeah uh you know who like some of the biggest conservationists on the planet are, are hunters yeah, like people who hunt love and like they do a lot and they like a lot of their hunting is to control populations to keep the ecosystem right. And like they have very high respect for the land. But for some reason, those people are part of this ilk that are so against any type of climate change legislation. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, why? What could possibly like it's so dumb that things like wearing a mask is another example is like that's there's nothing political about wearing a mask there should be nothing political about environment like science environmental science and like the it's like but they become political movements and then that's what people are fighting about and then all the news corporations kind of go in line and try to rile up things i actually read something uh, the new york times actually posted it and it kind of criticized the new york times in it which i thought was interesting well not necessarily not directly 
But they said that more than like a liberal bias, the the news has a bad news bias. Mm. Bad news mm. sells better than good news. So like I, I see it all the time. It's like they're talking about like the new variants of COVID and like all these shit. I'm like, there is no like I don't understand right now why everybody isn't standing on the table going like this is amazing. This pandemic will be over by Memorial Day. Everybody yeah. can be vaxxed now. If everybody is vaxxed at the beginning of April and then get their second shot sometime in May, by the end of May, you know, like by June, like this shit's over. Like we're all vaccinated. Everything can go back to normal. But like no one is yeah. saying that. And like the news seems to like still be harping up on this fucking, you know, these variants and this COVID stuff. And I'm not saying they're making it up, but like I think that they're overblowing it and over exaggerating it. And I think the government has been in a situation for the last year where like for the first time the government like felt really needed and like their policies were really direct their policies were like the measuring stick for how everybody was doing people would be like cuomo was doing a great job in new york like he was never bigger he wrote a book Mm -hmm. halfway through the fucking thing and then he got drunk with power (laughs) yeah so my point is too it's like these government people are like are they really just gonna like relinquish all that power back and be like Mm -hmm. like they're gonna like take their time with it they like it like gavin newsom has to love it to an extent other than the fucking criticism he's now getting but i don't know it's just interesting to me like i don't i still don't understand why we aren't just all going like guys this is amazing news everybody can get the vaccine we're fucking golden this is shit is over well, also, if you tell people that, they go, woo, I can go party today. You know what I mean? They, yeah. Like, you really do have to. I saw one uh, tweet a long time ago um, when this first started that was, like, so perfect where they said uh, they told y'all, like, it was going to be a, a month because if they told y'all it was going to be four months, like, you would have lost your damn minds. Yeah. <laughs> like, they t- they had to tell you originally it was going to be a month because if they it, – it, because if initially they'd been like, yeah, it's going to be a year, you would have gone crazy. So they just got to string you along. But I think that's true. I think it's, it'll be like, I th- I don't think they they want to tell people like, this is, all right, we're, we're almost at the, the end of the tunnel here. Because then people will just go like, all right, uh, fucking barbecue at my place. No masks. Fuck around. Fuck yeah. <laughs> lick everybody. Yeah, because when Biden said like, if we do this right by the 4th of July, you can still have a small gathering. You can have a small gathering outside socially distanced. I'm like, fuck that. If everybody's vaccinated by the 4th of July, we can be blowing each other. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is like, the thing. This like, is, this the is thing. how stupid this is. But like, the, the, I, I get it. One, one second, Brad. It's like yeah. you have to govern for the dumbest people. And like, yeah. that's the problem with all this shit is you can't. And that's why the <laughs> CDC, the CDC has had so many backtracking and discrepancies because they realize that like, oh, fuck, if we say that. We gave them too right. much credit. Yeah, we get. We, oh, shit. Fuck. We, we can't just say that's why at the beginning when they're like, oh, no, don't wear a mask. That's stupid because they're like, there's a shorter mask. And if we tell people they need a mask, there will be no masks for the next six months because people will hoard them. So like. They have which to is, lie to us to to govern the dumbest people, which is just sucks because I I'm just someone who just give it to me straight. If you tell me that it's six months, I will be like, all right, it's six months. Well, I'll just I, but don't tell me like just flatten the curve and then a month and a half, it'll be fine. And then be like, I actually no, it's not fine. And then we're here a year later. It sucks. What were you going to say, Brett? Oh, no, it's a uh, it's just a hilarious point about you got to govern for the dumbest person in class. Well, it's funny that like it, it is. It's interesting that um, 
with the that thing you just said about the mask where they're like we don't want you to wear a mask we say don't wear masks they're ineffective is that what they said it doesn't matter if you wear a mask because but yeah, there's something along the those goal, lines or, yeah the you goal was to, it's overkill or something right but the goal was to you know to save masks for at a time where we needed them at the most right but that it's just funny to me that that actually does fit into the tinfoil hat conspiracy theory person because it actually kind of is a conspiracy theory like they're lying to the public in order for an ulterior motive even though that ulterior motive is kind of benign in the law in the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. but then it it just reinforces and justifies all those people to be like see see yeah (laughs) it gives them ground to stand on and i hate that they're gonna lie about that or what else are they lying about that's it just that (laughs) yeah it's just like no just that because you're an idiot and you hoarded toilet paper for no reason there's no reason for you to hoard toilet paper but you just did because you're an idiot so we have to we have to treat you like you're all idiots because of the some of you that are idiots will ruin it for everybody else i'm an idiot for hoarding toilet paper i'm having the time of my life (laughs) i'm an idiot fuck you dude i use 18 sheets of white and it, it it feels good, okay? It feels fucking good. Brett Brett's literally TPing other people's houses just to have yeah. a reason dude, to dude, use dude. it. I don't even wipe my ass with the sheets. I just take a roll, do one, <laughs> and throw it out. I take in another entire roll, do one, uh, throw so it funny. out. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um, uh, here's what I'll say about the lockdown. I will say I the longer this goes, the more conservative I get. Yeah. <laughs> the longer this goes, the more I'm like, you know what? People are going to die. It's like, like <laughs> honestly, like I'll be real. There's a little bit of me that's like, if COVID doesn't kill me, I might like I, like I'm going to yeah. kill myself. And I don't I, I, I make that half as a joke, but also like. I just mean to say, I do think there is a genuine medical-based argument about mental health that isn't crazy to talk about, you know, in the matrices of considerations, why it's not wholly uh, just absurd to talk about why we got to, like, be out and about a little bit within reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, things we can all do, like, wear masks inside, like, okay, that, anyone can do that, like, that's fine, but... I don't know, man. I think that got I think that got lost in the how lockdown people were represented in the media because they were represented. And I'll even be guilty of this myself as like truly morons, um, like holding up signs that say we demand haircuts. But the truth is, is like, (laughs) was that really what they were trying to say? Or was that an idiot at the protest? And conservatives do that. That that was real quick. Their signs, their signs should have said, we demand bowl haircuts. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible fucking. (laughs) What that is, is like, that's how like an unintelligent person like voices the feeling that they have of being restricted. But the feeling that that they had was a universal feeling that a lot of people have. That's just like how they articulated it, which is which came across as stupid and they came across as easy to dismiss. But like that's a real feeling. It's like and also like think about all the businesses like if you owned a hair salon or you own a barbershop and you couldn't fucking open, you were told by the government that you weren't allowed to do business like that's insane. Like that's insane. Well, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, my bad. No, I just wanted to go. 
it kind of ties back everything about like why um, people make these arguments for like politicize these arguments. It's basically to protect your own benefit. I heard somebody on the news like last night said it's like they they form these arguments that say like like uh, bring back haircuts or whatever it is. It's like it's it's like an argument for liberty when it's really actually an argument to defend your selfishness. Because like yeah, okay, granted, look if you have a business and it closed, that's going to be real hard on you. But you, essentially what you're saying is, is like, my business is more valuable than your like grandfather or your loved ones or whatever. So fuck them yeah. because I need to pay my bills or whatever. Yeah. Which well, I mean, I, you can make I, that well, argument. But. Well, the thing about that is though, it's like you could make the argument in a responsible way. It's like, Hey, listen, like I own a restaurant or I own a, a hair salon or something. And you're like, instead of just telling me I have to close, why don't you give me guidelines of how I can open? And then if we open and things go bad, I'll close up again, but at least give me the fighting chance. Whereas mm-hmm. like, they didn't even do that with the restaurants. They like, they were like, no, you're not allowed to be open. And then even in LA where it's when it's always warm, by the way, and there's in, you know, like you can do outdoor dining year round where in New York, right. you couldn't, they even shut down outdoor dining for a period of time. It's like, what, like what, possible reasoning could you have for that and then like all the data in new york showed that like like barely any cases came from restaurants they all came from people privately gathering in their homes and other things so and i know you could make the argument that well if all the restaurants had open people might not gather in the homes instead they would gather in restaurants and then it would be more equal and that's probably true but that's that's I, i i still just think that like there should be an allowance for you to take a a calculated risk uh, and if you do have loved ones who are old, like quarantine from them. And if you're going to go do something, you know, be responsible, wear a mask. And even then it's not um, it's not 100 percent. But I still th- like if, in my opinion, I would like it if people had chan- a chance, at least if you just say you're not allowed to open like what like they, they talked about, like at La Bernadette, one of like the the best restaurants in the world. And it's in New York City about like installing this like crazy um, air filtration system that like recycles the air and makes sure that like if there were COVID particles in the air, they wouldn't linger too long and mm-hmm. like developing technology like that and other things like they had lights apparently that, you know, certain lights kill COVID like maybe installing those lights, but then none of these places had any chance of doing that at all. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just, to me, it's like you have to give the, like, if you people, if I lost my business because of this, I would be super bitter and really angry at now too, probably. Right. But you, you do when it, when money's involved, you gotta expect people to like, you know, I remember, um, when, uh, when this haul happened, like WWE was like, yeah, we have like a certain spray we can spray on the mats and it kills COVID like 99% success rate. And you're like, that, that's not a thing, dude. Yeah. You can't just say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what I'm saying is it's like people, oh yeah, we have like these brand new lights and I'm not, you know, um, you know, trying to cast aspersions on this restaurant or whatever, but it's also like that restaurant's like, all right, we're trying to come up with this new filtration system and like all this stuff. He's like, we really trying to, we really care. And then there'll be another business that goes, oh yeah, we're doing that too. (laughs) But they're not, they're not at all. Like they don't give a shit. They're just going to say we did it in order to like skirt, you know, skirt the margins, try to like squeak by, do the least amount it's again it's governing for the dumbest people not even governing for the dumbest people just governing for the most selfish like sociopathic people yeah let me ask you guys a question how long do you think like let's say it's like fourth of july 
and like 75, 80% of people are vaccinated to where we have herd immunity now, and this isn't a big deal. How long do you think people will still wear masks because they'll still be afraid? Because that's one of the things that I think is a real thing is like when you are told and you're being scared for the last year and like you're watching news that scares you and you watch, you read stories that scare you and you hear stories that scare you. Like that's not just going to go away overnight, right? It's it's like, I feel like it's going to be either like the roaring twenties, people go crazy. They're like, fuck it. Let's party. Like I'm so over this shit. Or it's going to be like a really gradual opening up until like, because I, I guarantee you there's going to be news stories to be like, hey, winter's coming and it gets cold and this could spread. And who knows how long these vaccines last? Like, it's just like bad news uh, yeah. travels fast. I I personally will not be wearing any more masks to my weekly orgies. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going mask off. I mean, that's just what's going to have to happen. I do like it is funny when you go to a friend's place and. You wear a mask there, like when you're walking there outside, and then you get yeah. in, and you're like, "All right, I'm safe now." It's like, if yeah. anything, it's yeah. the inverse. It's like, right? But you're doing yeah. that almost True. to show your friend, like, "Hey, I have been taking this kind of seriously, and now that I'm with you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, since we care about each other, for some reason, our affection for each other will be the bubble that protects us from COVID." Yeah, no, it's so it's so so true. I was talking about that uh, back when there were stages, but I was talking about that where I was like, it really is like um like a thing of like hooking up with somebody without a condom. Like you just look at them and go like, yeah, I mean, they're probably safe. <laughs> they probably don't have it. <laughs> I, I have hooked up with people and afterward then had the conversation of like, you don't have STDs, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's uh, like one of those things where you're like, wait, either we should have done this before or yeah. not done the deed. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you this anecdote about, uh, so I don't know how much have I told you about my house, gentlemen? Very little. I just so, know there's no heat. You know there's no heat. Hot water. So for the listeners, I live in a house for free in New York City. There's a really rich guy who owns a bunch of houses and uh, doesn't want them officially on the market, but he does want someone keeping an eye. His well, name is Ronald Frump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he has golden hair uh, and he shall remain nameless. Yeah. Uh, great president, though. Anyway, um, <laughs> um he, uh, anyway, so I learned recently from the super who the original um, tenant before me was. And I, he, the guy I was talking to him and he goes, oh, the people who lived here before you is a religious cult. Uh, he goes, there's a Christian religious cult. And I said, oh, you mean just Christianity in general? Uh, <laughs> I love bad. I love bad I love Christian. It. Bad Christian Burns. <laughs> philosopher. Be, yeah, oh, philosopher Burns needs to truth teller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't, you mean Christianity? <laughs> Hard fucking core intellectual. Um, no, I said it's a Christian religious call, and I said, really? What? What was like the sect, or what was the? And he said, well, they believed in involuntary poverty 
um, which which is genuinely like, well, that's kind of what pursuing stand-up most... comedy is like. Uh, <laughs> Say involuntary. involuntary. Involuntary, excuse me. Okay. Involuntary. I, so most, yeah. I would think most <laughs> poverty is involuntary. That's exactly what no, I was thinking. I, was I, like, isn't it? I misspoke. Yeah. It's voluntary sure. poverty. Yeah, okay, which is, sure. that's what being pursuing stand-up is. It's like, yeah. all right, this is voluntary <laughs> poverty. Um, and well, it made me laugh because they – they were like, I can't do this living situation anymore that I'm now in. <laughs> like, even they were like, I got to get out of this. I don't believe in God anymore because I haven't <laughs> had a hot shower in three weeks. <laughs> but uh, so I, which explains, I just am a relatively, I get here, I'm happy, I'm living here, whatever. There's a, some furniture, a table, dining table, I got a desk. I haven't really done at that point a few weeks ago. I hadn't done much sprucing up. I hadn't changed much. I hadn't put up my posters or whatever the hell. And uh, I did have a gal back to, um, you know, my $1.8 million house, which Mm -hmm. is its market value on Zillow. And um, it was funny because we were just sitting having a tea at the dining room table. And I just hear her go, oh, my God. And I go, what's up? And she goes, you really love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I I was like, uh, what do you what? What do you mean? And she goes, uh, points to the bookshelf. And I look at the bookshelf. There are nine Bibles on the bookshelf. <laughs> and I in just like I hadn't fucking cared. And I had to be like, no, 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 no. Uh and this is not She's a like grabbing her coat. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but you don't look better to a person when you go, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That was, uh, that's the cult who lived here before me. That's there. Yeah. She's uh, like, what? I feel like there's going to be one of them living in the walls and they're going to come out like in that's literally parasite that's style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's only a sentence that you could really say in New York is, Oh, no, no, that was the cult that lived here before me. <laughs> I belong to them. No, you can relax. You can relax. I'm not in the I'm not in the religious cult before me. Um, but I uh, I had to just explain myself. And uh, this person was very much creeped out. It is funny that they left all the Bibles. <laughs> like none of them, like every single one of them is like, I'm not continuing with this. <laughs> there's a lot like, of different versions. That's the yeah. thing is there's like, there's like, here's like the King James version and here's yeah. the Bible for kids. And then the Bible for dummies. And, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> which, all... which, wait, I got another one. Isn't that every Bible? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. truth teller, Brett Rapel, truth teller. I just got booked on Bill Maher after that. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, funny. I hope they. I wonder if they just had like religious arguments based on the different versions of the Bible they all got. Well, this one says <laughs> that a rainbow made <laughs> everything. It's like that's a kid's picture book. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much how every cult ends, though. It's like. You're not going to keep the reading material. <laughs> you yeah. know, you're like, you know what? This was dumb. I'm out. This helped me. <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, Brett, you have a free house that used to be habitated by uh, uh, 
crazy religious cult. I guess you, people who live in voluntary pop, yeah. Yeah, you don't have... I still love the idea of voluntary poverty and, and they live in a $1.8 million house, but that's the thing is yeah. like, I look around and I'm like, Oh yeah, uh, this is voluntary poverty. I have 13 rooms in New York city. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so you don't poverty. have, you don't have heat. You don't have hot water. You, yeah. you have electricity though. I do have electricity. Nice. I don't have Wi-Fi, which I know has bothered my fellow podcast co-hosts as <laughs> I've kept you guys on a previous episode waiting for 25 minutes as I try and figure out my Wi-Fi sitch. But I love not having Wi-Fi. It's awesome. I uh, I, I, I write more because mm-hmm. yeah. I can't watch movies or YouTube. Um, and the, I mean, the no hot waters, you know, I went... <laughs> So here's here's how I've tried to alleviate the no hot water. Showering is the most important thing with hot you can do with hot water. Uh, I went to Google gyms near me. There's a Planet Fitness about a quarter mile, two you know mile away, whatever, and um, went to it. I walk inside and I go, "Hey, how you doing? I'm interested in uh, getting a gym membership at Planet Fitness." And the guy goes, "Oh, okay, great." Like he was fucking shocked. Someone came and he was like, awesome. <laughs> so let's just do a tour right here. Um, come with me. So if you check out over here, we got like, here's our elliptical section. We have about 15 ellipticals. And I stop him. I go, hold on. Just, I got to cut you off. Um, what is your shower situation like at Planet Fitness? And he goes, you mean our locker rooms? I go, yes. He goes, actually, they're closed due to COVID. Did I tell this story already on the podcast? You told it to me personally. <laughs> no, none of that. Did I, did I, have I, I told you this story, Wit? So, okay. So then yep. he goes, um, okay, I just want to make sure I'm not being a fucking broken record. But uh, he, so he goes, oh, they're closed. Our, our locker rooms are actually closed due to COVID. So if you look over here at our treadmills and I go, I'm going to cut you off. I don't need the gym membership. And <laughs> it was just like a, a dust version of Brett where <laughs> when he turns around. He yeah, totally yeah, came yeah. across Ew. as a creep. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's the like, guy's like he's like, uh, he's only here so you can shower with other people. What <laughs> and his brain couldn't calculate me going, no, I, I don't need the membership because he's just like was like, uh so uh, we got a new order of dumbbells and I was like, dude, 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 it's over. It's okay. You don't <laughs> got to be in like, you don't still got to like pitch me on the membership. I, I just, you know, I needed a place to shower. And he was like, wait, you, you just you don't to- want to lift. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, so you just, you just wanted like the showers. And I was like, Yes. I live in a house without hot water and I would just need the showers. And, but I live there for free. And he goes, you live in a house for free. <laughs> I said, I, you I, don't I have act- to explain any. His next question was going to be, can I move in? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what he said. Anymore. He no said, way. no dude, he goes, how can I get in on that? <laughs> Hook me up with the showers. <laughs> and then I said, well, I live in a place where there used to live a religious cult. And tell me more. He said, tell me more. And I said, but that doesn't, that's not why it's free, though. It's not like it has yeah. the stank of them on it still. And like yeah. no one would possibly want the house because they used to live there. 
That's true. That's true. And uh, yeah, man. So he said uh, I gave him my number and he said he would have the gym call me when the showers opened back up. And I, now now I've been protesting outside the courthouse. We demand our locker rooms. <laughs> we want locker rooms. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my trying to acquire a, a place to shower story at Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Brett came over to my place. I'm pretty sure just to shower. <laughs> he was like, "Do you want to write?" <laughs> <laughs> Christian's like, "Brett's been wanting to write like every day." <laughs> Brett, Brett's like, "Listen, I have my best ideas in the shower. So how about I take a shower?" <laughs> I'll brainstorm some ideas in there and then I'll come out and I'll see what you think. Well, Christian said, yeah, all right. And I came over and, you know, uh, we wrote for about 15 minutes. I was in the shower during it. it really- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give up some good stuff. Um, you're just in the shower. You're like, Christian, can you write this idea down? <laughs> uh, yeah, we, I was traveling. Um, I actually took a plane which I have not done since How was that? It was good. I mean, like the airport is uh the, you know what pissed me off about the airport like they're still doing the take off your shoes. Some people are still taking off their shoes. Mm. Or I don't even remember if I did, uh but whatever, but like there's still all the safety stuff. I mean, it was like it was fine, man. It was like the only thing is they they just don't have like the amount of food that they used to like you know, if you're uh, if you're flying, they they just there's no drinks. Like you can't have like coffee because they, you know, it's got to be in a can or something like that. But like for the most part, it's like pretty okay. But I like came out to California and like noticing like a lot of people aren't wearing masks and stuff. Like just don't really give that much of a shit. And um, the typical LA dude, like we saw some dude that looks like Lil Yachty. It was like that typical like. Takashi six nine rapper look, and uh, if anybody's not gonna wear a mask, it's gonna be that guy who looks like a yeah, fucking totally. idiot. Like, <laughs> there's just no. So I went in the bathroom, and uh, you know, was washing my hands, have my mask on, making sure. And he walks in. We didn't get close at all, and he just walks in, and I just hear, <coughs> and I'm like, "You motherfucker!" Jesus like, fucking Christ! So gross. That's a, that but, goes back to all the rules. Is like you gotta govern that fucking idiot. He's like, oh, who cares if I have COVID? Whatever. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to not get tattoos on my face. So yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even. I don't even respect myself. You think I'm going to respect any of you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Like when people get mad at like stuff that's not around. Like he he rolled up in like this nice car to the front of the hotel, and he's like. All right, a uh, valet. And you're like, there's no valet, idiot. There's, we're not doing that. We're not letting strangers walk in and out of your car that you're not even wearing a mask in anyway. Yeah. And then he's like, so, oh. So you're I, in LA he, now. How long have you been out there? Since Monday. Oh, so or, just, just, yeah, Sunday. So, so how not is too it so long. far? I mean, it's fine. It's it's nice. It's like the weather's amazing, and uh, like. I'm still on New York time. So it just feel, like I wake up super early and then like the middle of the day is just like, it feels like, like everybody on the East coast is like shut down for the day. And I'm like, Holy yeah. shit. Doesn't it, a whole day. 
doesn't it feel like a superpower when you go from New York to like the West Coast and you're like you're up at like six a.m. Yeah, I know, like, dude. I'm I'm awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> I've done so much today, <laughs> and it's nine a.m. I love when I get up really early because if then when I waste two hours, I'm like, fuck, it's still eight thirty. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, the I best thing is the time difference is sports. And I'm sure there's other th- things that come on TV, and I don't know if they they schedule them to air at the exact same time, and it's like delayed or something. But like with sports, yeah. you can't delay it because it's live. So like you're fucking you, you like here like a basketball game or a hockey game comes on at 7 p.m., but over there yeah. it's four. It's like yeah. so at four o'clock you're like oh fuck I can watch a game right now that's fucking dope, and then like by the time seven o'clock rolls around you're done with your game, and then you have the whole night to whatever you want to do. But right now if I watch the Penguins game like that's my night. Yeah, I watched Monday Night Raw at 5 p.m. last night. I was like, this is perfect. I can watch Raw and then go out to dinner. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Or I can fast forward through this awful show. And yeah. <laughs> it really usually, is terrible. <laughs> you usually just have to, you know, when Monday Night Raw is at the East Coast, you usually have to, you know, shut your wife up and her yammer so you can watch. Just shut up and shut up and make the casserole. Shut up over there. Yeah. <laughs> casserole. Well, <laughs> Give me a meat casserole while I watch my wrestling, my fake fighting. <laughs> did I ever tell you guys I did a, a, a wrestling stand-up show and I accidentally s- said wrestling was fake and like I kind of <laughs> lost the crowd? <laughs> the, the, it's saying the F word in that room is about as bad as saying the N word in every other room. Like, <laughs> really? The, and like it just goes silent. Like you're having a great set. People are having a ball and then just wrestling's fake and just like the silver war clanging ceases. <laughs> ding, ding. <gasps> a hush goes over the crowb. <laughs> yeah. Now my LA adventure is pretty sick right now. I mean, I'm going to go see what, what else there is to do, but it's also like, it feels weird here. Like it feels like, like in New York, things even in COVID, like things are busy, but it feels like nothing is happening. Yeah. Like when you're out here, it just constantly feels like everybody's like off. Like no yeah. one's working. Everyone's just like lollygagging. I'm like, it makes me uncomfortable a little bit. I, that, yeah. This is a separate thing. Did I tell you I did a, one of my first shows back two days ago, I, I did a, uh, I did a show at a black room. Mm-hmm. It was uh, I was the only white guy in the show. I, by the way, it feels amazing to stand up again. I highly recommend it, even if it you know makes the world worse. But I've been <laughs> I've been vaccinated. So, what do you mean by um, COVID or your jokes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boom! I killed four people, but it still is not as bad as my act. <laughs> uh, I get my second shot on Friday, and then. In two weeks' time, I'll be like fully vaccinated. Um, so that I'm gonna. Is start that how long it to, takes? Two weeks after the second shot is when you're like at the the 95 percentile efficacy or whatever. So um, I'm I took I, I'm on the Pfizer or whatever. So I took the first one. I get the second one on Friday. So I'm just waiting until I'm at that 95 percent to go back. So in the middle That's of tough. April, in the middle of April, I'm moving, and then after the move, I'm like. I finally back to it. So I'm like really looking forward to it. I, I got to tell you this uh, mini anecdote that happened to the show. Uh, oh, yeah. I did my set and uh, first off, it's it was uh, the most fun set. I was going to say I've had in ages, but it's also like, even if it was the worst set, I'd be like, that's still the most fun set I've had in ages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but after I had a great set, I really, you know, it was really fun. And 
Where was it? Uh, it was at uh, in Crown Heights. I don't even remember the name of the venue. Nostrand Avenue, 706 Nostrand. Was mm -hmm. right Friends and Lovers? Down. Maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. Because um, it wasn't like a trendy Is name. Is it the Inkwell? No, it wasn't the Inkwell. Because I've done shows there before. I don't remember. But... Um, was it Curly's? I'm just like, now I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> was it at a Wendy's? Was that a Crown Fried? Or, um, you just so, started naming around. You know Jimmy? You know Jimmy? <laughs> he lives in that area. I don't know. Or maybe he lived in Queens. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, go on your call. So the the after I said uh, it's a great set I, I did I opened by saying um, people all you guys saw my face and you were worried that the drink prices were going to go up um, <laughs> you know a four dollar beer is now five fifty set went good it's very fun to do one or two jokes to start where you're like I'm white hey um, but after the show uh, a a booker of another show comes up to me and she says. I gotta get you on. Uh, I gotta get you on my show, and I said, "Great, I'd love to do your show." And she goes, "Yeah, my old token white guy. He's we can't use him anymore. <laughs> well, I need a." She said, "I need a new token white guy." What do you get canceled? <laughs> I said, "I said, hey, if I'm if being the token gets me booked, then tokenize away, my friend. I don't give a fuck." <laughs> and she said, "The old token white guy. Mm -mm, I can't even talk about what he did. He's out." And I was like, what? What did old token white guy do? And she goes, I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, so I never learned what he did. But That's uh, so funny. He it's is funny if it was like, it, it was Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was Barry Ribs. Uh, I don't know what drama <laughs> Barry is involved in. Barry Ribs is 79 to 158-year-old comedian, white guy. Well, that tells talks. the story. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. So, I, you know, I'm, I might be the new Barry Ribs, the token white guy at all the black rooms if I play my cards right. Right on. Well, guys, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, of course. And, uh, guys, where can we, everybody find you? Everybody knows already, but YouTube.com. Under, uh, backslash Nick Whitmer for me. Yeah, just uh, Brett Rabel on YouTube. Or if you got a TikTok, look me up. I'm on the talk, Brett Rabel. And Christian may have hopped off to go take a whiz. So I'll just say go to ChristianDuranComedy.com if you want yep. to watch the piggy boy do comedy. <laughs> Thanks All right, for guys. listening, everybody. Peace. Peace.